You're listening to a podcast from River City Church of Jacksonville, Florida. For more audio and video podcasts, visit rccjacks.com. Well, it's great to be here. Um, when Ailey asked me to speak and I knew we were in a series on grace, I was like, yes, yes, I love grace. Um, it's, uh, it's almost impossible for me to teach and not bring grace into it because it's just such a, it's such a part of who I am. Something that's affected me so deeply is coming to an understanding of, of God's grace in my life. And I, and I love this concept um, so much that I'm always trying to figure out how I can work it into my relationship with my kids. Like I want my kids, when they get older, I want them to totally understand grace. Like this concept, I want, I want them to, it's just to be clear to them. And so I'm always trying to look for opportunities to teach them. And uh, just in the last couple of weeks, um, Kit was going out. And, and so, you know, she gave him dinner and then she was leaving. And the kids, they were horrible. I mean, they were just mean to each other. They were just being selfish and just pathetic. And, but they know that mommy's leaving. And, you know, daddy's the one that he's lazy. He'll let them stay up late and watch TV. Right? And so they're already kind of planting the seeds of, hey, mommy's, mommy's leaving. You know, can we stay up late? Can we watch a movie? Can we whatever? But they're being horrible, right? And so I ask them, I say, do you deserve to stay up late? The way you've been acting, do you deserve to stay up late? And they're like, no. Well, what do you deserve? Go to bed early. It's like, so they got it. And I said, well, I'm not going to give you. I'm not going to give you what you deserve. I'm going to give you grace. And there's the word. I'm going to give you grace. And I went and I got ice cream. And we had ice cream. That's grace. That's grace. And some of you, our parents are like, no, no, Tom, you're doing something wrong. You get it. You understand the concept of grace. If that offends you and your spare the rod, spoil the child sensibility, okay, that is grace. And maybe I'm wrong and I'll find out when they're teenagers, okay? For now, my hope, my prayer is that by, by giving them these opportunities of grace, maybe they'll begin to see that their relationship with me isn't dependent on the things that they do. That my heart is for them. My heart is for them, even when they're selfish, even when they're making horrible decisions. And, and let me be clear, like, I make sure that they know that I see what they're doing. I don't pretend like, oh, no, let's pretend that never happened. No, 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 no. I see it. I acknowledge your behavior does not warrant what you're about to get. Your behavior is not good. But in spite of it, in spite of it, because I love you so much, because I love you so much, not because of what you've done, let's have some grace. Let's have some ice cream. I see it, I acknowledge it, and then I offer grace in spite of it. And I, man, and, and you know, you just hope that my kids, when, when, when they grow up, they'll see that their relationship with their dad isn't based on what they do, but on, on his love for them. So, okay, so then I also, I tell Kit, Early on in our marriage, I'm like, when we have a, a, a daughter, I want to have a daughter named Grace. Like, I, that, I love this concept so much, and I want to be reminded all the time about Grace. And so she's like, well, Grace is, you know, it's a better middle name. Can we do, can we do Grace middle name? I'm like, no, no, it's got to be first name Grace. So we have a daughter named Grace. 
And, I, you know, you would think then that I would never have issues with this concept of grace. But I'm, I'm going to pray for us, and I'm going to share a story of just how easy it is to forget. So let me pray. Um, God, we do. We thank you for grace. We thank you that you have given to us. Um, and you never gave us what we deserve, but instead you give us favor, and you give us merit, and you give us things that we don't deserve. And we thank you for that, and we pray that you would speak to us this morning, that you set us free um, from the lies that we've believed about what our relationship with you is based on. Come now in Jesus' name, amen. So when Aunt Lee asked me to speak on grace, I'm like, cue it up, man. I got, I got Les Mis. We can put it up there. Jean Valjean. Come on. Like, there's no better illustration I can think of, right? Has anybody seen the trailer for the new Les Mis? You're going to see that here at River City Church. Just be prepared for it. So I'm thinking, I've got it all worked out. I've got the message I've already done it, and I'm, I'm serious. And then God kind of gently reminded me of this experience that I had literally within the last couple of weeks of just forgetting about grace. And so let me, let me start by saying, before I tell you this story, I am not a dumb person, okay? Please hear me on this. You might think I'm a dumb person when you hear it, but I, I, I promise you, okay, I, I drove my van into a lake, okay? Okay, and so you're thinking, no, no, you are a dumb person, but here, here's the thing. It didn't look like a, a lake, all right? I thought it was a puddle. I'm driving down the road. Do you remember the rain that we had a couple weeks ago? It was ridiculous. And this road that never floods, flooded. And so I thought it was a puddle, okay? And I'm driving into what looked like a puddle. Turned out to be a lake. I'm about halfway into it. And at this point, you're committed, right? There's no turning back. Like, I'm not putting this thing in reverse. And I'm seeing, like, trash float by the van. The water has come up. And so I'm going, you know, as slow as I can. And sure enough, engine dead, dies. So I do what any of us would do. I start Googling what to do when you're stuck in a lake. And it didn't help me at all. It just said, get out of the car. So it turns out, it turns out the van dies. Like literally have to get a new engine, right? So I go home, I'm annoyed, and then I find out what may have even been worse, that lightning had struck the house or somewhere around the house or something and had killed our TiVo. Now, I don't know what your relationship with your DVR is, but our relationship, he's like a family member. And so when your TiVo dies, there's a mourning process that you go through. I mean, and so here I am, I, you know, it's like, I'm just, I'm just down. It's, just, it's beating me up, and I start just wallowing, you know, like, oh, Lord, Lord, why do you hate me so? You know, one car, live TV, I have to watch commercials, right? I have to take my three beautiful children and put them in the back seat of my brand new Honda Accord with a sunroof. I mean, seriously, like, this is, this is what I'm, I'm acting like just forgetting about the grace that all of these things are, right? These rich people problems, these first world problems that I'm experiencing. Forget, even though I'm the grace guy. I'm the guy who named his daughter Grace, and here I am just forgetting. And so this is what kind of wakes me up. I get an email from, from Martha on, the, on the, our prayer list to pray for the couple at um, Bowles who lost their son. In a horrible, I mean, just horrible deal. Like, 10-year-old boy could have happened to any of us. 
10-year-old boy playing in the, in, in the park area, and he's watching his other son play football. Freak accident, and his son dies. And we're praying for this couple. And, and God, it just happens like a, in a, like a ton of bricks. It just hits me. Like, that could happen to me. That could happen. Why, why hasn't it? You know, everything that I have is grace. And it was in, it was in the morning. My kids were still home. They hadn't gone to school. And I just, I just was overwhelmed with, man, every minute that I have with my kids is by grace. The fact that I have kids is by grace. The fact that I have a job where I'm working from home and I can be there with my kids is grace. All of it. And it just, it, it begins to, to change me. It begins to remind me about what's, what's important and what I had forgotten about. Every breath, everything. You know, I, I have my own business and, and, and so it's easy to think, you know, so I built it and I worked so hard for it. But, but even that, I mean, I was born in the richest country in the world. I, was, I, I had parents who valued education. I had a brain that was capable of learning. I had a body that was able to, you know, make it to school. Brad Pitt famously said, if you change your latitude, if, he, if his latitude and longitude had been different, if he had been born in a different place, his life would be totally different. And I was thinking about for myself, I mean, my whole value proposition with society is based on a keyboard and mouse and computer skills, okay? You change my latitude and longitude, you put me in a jungle, you put me in Africa, I'm the first one voted out of the tribe, right? I'm, I'm lion bait. There's no way. You change, and I have no control over where I was born. It was by grace, by grace that I was born the way that I was born and where I was born. I had forgotten that. This morning, I believe that that's what God wants to remind us of, of all the grace that we have received. All of the grace, even in spite of, I don't know what your circumstances are, and, and, but I know that you have received grace, that, that we have all experienced this common grace that God has poured out on us. But even, even in addition to that, we as believers coming together and worshiping Jesus, we have received special grace in Jesus. Beyond just the grace of every breath that we get, we get special grace in Jesus. And that's what I want to look at this morning. And it comes from one of the most famous verses that we love to quote. And I just want to read it with this lens of this appreciation of, of grace and what the, what the concept and the word means. And so in Ephesians chapter 2, starting in verse 4, going through verse 9. But because of his great love, his great love, not because of our great efforts, because we try really hard, because we're really good looking, because we're really exceptionally intelligent. No, because of his great love for us. God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ, even when we were dead in transgressions. Even when we were dead in transgressions, this idea of what, what did we earn? What do we deserve? We deserve to go to bed early, right? <laughs> in our selfishness, in our rebellion, what we deserved was death. Death, life apart from Jesus, life apart from God is like death. That's what we had earned, but God, who's rich in mercy, doesn't give that to us in Christ. He doesn't, he doesn't 
give us what we deserve. He's rich in mercy. It is by grace that you have been saved. It's by grace that we've been saved. And God raised up with Christ and raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. This, this you know, it sounds weird, but what he's talking about is we've been raised up with Christ. We have the inheritance of Christ. The, the, the good work that Jesus did, the righteousness that, that, that Jesus performed, the righteous acts that he performed, we get the, the benefit from it. We are raised up in the heavenly realms. The inheritance that is Jesus is ours too. That's grace. Not only does he not give us what we deserve, but then he gives us everything that Jesus has earned. He pours out his grace on us and raises us up with him in order that in the coming ages he might show the incomparable riches of his grace expressed in his kindness to us in Christ Jesus. For it is by grace that you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by work so that none can boast. Paul, you can, you can hear it. He's repeating himself over and over again. He's trying to get this concept across. You have been saved by grace. So why do you act like it's all based on your works? Why do you continue to act like I only relate with you based on what you do? That when you fall, that I'm, I'm upset with you, that I'm mad at you. It's not based on you. It's based on me. God is saying it's based on my incomparable grace, the riches of my grace. And yet we fall into these patterns of thinking that, no, wait, I, I need to feel bad. I need to feel guilty. I let God down. God doesn't love me anymore. He used to love me last week, but this week he doesn't love me. Why? Well, because I screwed up. And Paul is making this point. It's by grace. Don't, don't miss it. Don't forget when you first experienced Jesus, when it first clicked for you, don't forget the grace that you received and that you experienced. Reflect on that grace. And when I think about my kids, you know, I don't, obviously I don't want them to be selfish. I don't want them to beat each other up, right? But my hope is that by offering them grace, it will show them love. And it will free them to show grace to others, right? That maybe in that, in that experience of them receiving love from me, they will want to be transformed, and I believe that's how God does it. I believe that's the way that Jesus preached when he talked about transformation. It was in this place of grace. As we talk about transformation happening, it happens in the grounds of that foundation of, of, of grace. That we have already received God's grace. Now we can be transformed. Not let's go be transformed so we can receive God's grace. That gets it all wrong. So what I want to do is I want to have an opportunity for us to pray. And we'll, we'll have ministry time at the end. And my hope, my prayer is that, that that's what we'll receive this morning. Freedom from our efforts, freedom from our works, an understanding of God's love for us, that it doesn't shake when, when we're shaken, that he is, he is the constant. So let's pray. God, we thank you for your great love for us, and we thank you for your grace. And we pray that you would set us free from ourselves, that you would set us free 
from our own efforts, that we would be transformed by your grace, not by our works. Come now, in Jesus' name.